Locked and Lit. We are your literary hosts, Alana Ramirez and Trish. And today we will be reviewing The Boyfriend Project by Sarah Rashan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew it was you, Sarah. Sarah Rashan. Yes, girl. You wrote The Boyfriend Project and The Dating Playbook. I know. I know my shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Shisha, so I am just going to let you know, while this would have been a very quick read for me, maybe like a day or two turnover, <clears throat> I have not completed the book. But see, it's fine right. for Aubrey. If she didn't read anything, that's cool. But for you as one of the hosts, let, let's ask you the million dollar question. Have you finished the book? I just said I didn't finish the book. See, you should be listening. How many sips of wine have you had already? Girl, let's actually talk about that, how I was looking for it and Lawrence deaded it. I'm very annoyed right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very dry. Oh my gosh. All right. So no, I only have uh, a chapter and a half left. So so it's not too bad. I'm deep in there and I just want to know what happens next. So before we even get there, why don't you give us a quick uh, rundown of what The Boyfriend Project is about? So The Boyfriend Project is a rom-com. It's set in Texas, right? Houston? Austin? Austin, Texas. It's set in Austin, Texas. And it's about these two like computer geeks. (laughs) Samia Brooks, who she becomes a little internet famous after she didn't get catfished, but she found out that her boyfriend or the guy she was dating was dating three other girls and it blows up in a whole live tweet situation. It was messy. It was messy, girl. <laughs> and um, Daniel, who is an undercover federal agent who's working at her software company, is kind of like I thought of trendsetters as like Google, like a big up and coming software development company where there seems like there's some money laundering going on through the company. So he's an undercover agent to try to figure out who the bad guys are. Yeah. Daniel and Samia meet. It's a rom-com. So, you know, the formula sparks fly. Will there, won't they betrayal breakup. And then a happily ever after. Oh, this is a happily ever after? Girl, you know, it is. We're not reading rom-coms for these. (laughs) Not to be together at the end. I'll be so livid. (laughs) Okay, okay. So um, let's get right into it because I mean, I don't have too much to say like about the book. Like I thought it was so, I thought it was sweet. Some what I've read so uh, so far, it had a lot of suspense. Of course, it had a little bit of deception and um, to see how Samia and Daniel, um, how like their love blossomed. Um, I think one of the chapters I read today, um, equated it to be something like a 90 day fiance type of love you know yeah it kind of went a little quick yeah it went very quick and then uh can we talk about their love scenes because uh I was all in matter of fact you called me yesterday in the middle of one of the love scenes that I was reading and I was like legit on my in my book and I was like what and then it just said like Trisha I was like you have perfect timing yeah so uh you jump you you came in right uh when I was getting into the first love scene and like my like mouth was hanging open and then the truth were you about to diddle yourself I was not actually (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but then you ruined the mood because it was like Trisha you're like what you doing I'm like well I was trying to get into the book but you know get into that (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. No, okay. So let's um let's jump into some questions. Sure. Did you find Samia's immediate friendship with Taylor and London plausible? Why or why not? Um, I think it is kind of plausible. Is is it? But it's not like realistic. You know, like, at least for me, at least for me, I'm not the type of person. All right. I'm team no new friends. I'm sorry. Even though I followers, hi listeners, I want to be your friends. You are my people. You are my tribe. No, you guys are my tribe. We get each other. But I have a lot of um, long-term friendship relationships, you know? So it's like, I'm at capacity right now. Got a lot of life things happen, happening right now. And if I essentially got like catfished by a guy and then you know like as I'm getting ready for our date and my sister is reading you know this thing that's happening on let's call it Instagram about a date and it sounds familiar and I go and it's you and then there's two other chicks there yeah we may have a drink or two after but I'm not gonna wake up the next morning with you bitches in my house (laughs) I I I feel what you're saying a little bit yeah I just generally am a very private person. It takes a lot for me to open up. So I'm very like bubbly and friendly, but getting to the core of me. Yeah, no, I don't give that up so easy. So if I were in that situation, like you said, I feel like we could have had the kiki and the drinks, but just the whole situation alone would have had me up on my guard. But I think what made it easier for them, these three women, they yeah. had nobody. Like Taylor is just like a hot ass mess doing, <laughs> doing her own thing. Yeah. London is this big high powered doctor. You know how doctor hours go. Yeah. And Samia too talked about how she really didn't have any like friends there. Outside Austin. of her sister who's yeah. about to give birth and start her own family. Which was leading her to, you know, the idea that she had for her own app in the first place, like to get people out and connected to to other people. So I think that need for companionship that the women had, because let's be there's nothing like the sisterhood, like the tribe that you have with your girls. I think that need for that is kind of what helped move that along if they had their own girl groups already i don't think they would have been that beat to be hanging exactly out exactly i mean there's no way but them bitches <laughs> exactly like there's no way i'm gonna wake up and somebody in my bed somebody's in my sofa going through my fridge like nah. no but it it took me back to the wild and fun 20s yeah but you see that's the difference between uh you and i like you had the whole like uh, dorm room like college experience and I had the college and come home like you know to my man and then so it's like yeah bitch you was locked down I know I was locked down since 16 oh but, I'm no, but even with our girl nights in yeah which you know me I always hustle hustle home but them heifers be in your house till like oh, no, 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 no. But that's what I was gonna say though like my house I, listen we have even in our circle Trisha we have a, a a large group of girls, right? Not everyone is welcome to my house. Because my I'm house- sorry, Tamika, Cart, and Lauren. I didn't even <laughs> call y'all dumb heifers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. They are welcome, obviously. Don't do that. And no, I'm not saying any names, but it's just like I have my core group of girls. My home is my safe space. It is my no, safe space. No, definitely. Family. 
and you gotta enter my house with good vibes. Even with my core group, if your vibe isn't right, you're not stepping foot into my house. Cool so I'm not bringing two women, two other women who were just recently um, experienced deception with you know this guy Craig and they bad vibes and they bad mind into my house. No, and then you walking on. But they don't got no bad mind, Lana. Damn. I'm just saying, you never know. Oh, <laughs> trust no one. Do you see parallels with your own friendships? As far as what? The, like they're they're like their girl group, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. So as I said, you know, we have our mutual our, our girl groups, and um, you know, even outside girl groups, and you know, we hold each other accountable. So if somebody says, "Hey, like we're about to drop the team," it's like, "All right." I'm going to put down that fried chicken and pick up a salad. Or it's like, you know, like, bitch, when's the last time you said you was going to the gym? You know, that kind of thing. Or it's like, I have this project that I, you know, have to get done. And it's like, all right, well, you know, you're not going outside. Like, hey, like, how's this project going on? How's this paper going? You know, like, I, I feel that um, we have those parallels where we motivate one another. Mm-hmm. This is the way as... um. A Brooke and Taylor, Brooke, not Brooke, Samia, Taylor, and what's the other London. London uh, supported one another um, when they came up with this boyfriend project and this Friday uh, Kiki. Okay. Just to your point on no new friends, though, I I definitely hear you because, like, I don't make friends easy. But I do have to say in my adult phase now, Mm -hmm. I've made very good friends from my last employer. It might have been born out of commiseration. Yeah. Is that a word? Whatever. Um, Co-misery with our work environment because it was toxic as hell. But Uh we bonded and we're very good friends. And even now at my new job, Mm -hmm. we're all remote. So I think that function is like what's kind of preventing us from really like getting closer per se but like i found two girls that i kiki with at my new job and it's i mean i had that yeah i had that you know too with um you know a particular gentleman at the job and and um our co-worker friend and we were the three amigos and then initially i mean not initially but everything was great you know we were inseparable and then um I haven't heard from him in like two years. There was a whole situation that happened where he ended up getting fired and I guess he got comfortable. And Trisha did warn me, you know, cause I was his boss and um, and we got very, very close. Like he was like my little brother. And, um, but he became very lax at work and um, I called him out on it several times. So wait, when you say he got fired, you fired him? Yes. Yes, and I haven't heard from him. And then um, on another note, though, he keeps he's still following me on Instagram. He I think he blocked us because um she and I can't <laughs> follow him, but he keeps liking my pics. And I, I feel like I went in and blocked him and I put like don't show stories, don't show like, like mute him. And somehow he still seems to be liking my pictures. I'm like, what the F? Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> is this Daniel? Like, did he bypass like Instagram's technology, like uh, um, walls or whatever technical walls? And that's actually able- funny, though. Yeah, you still able to like like my stuff? I'm like, no, but I think it's because we're a public page. My personal page is private. Oh, that's okay. Why. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, so I learned my lesson with that. So I'm, I'm, I am open to meeting new people, but I'm not that, that, um, so quick to call them friends, you know, Got it. colleague, acquaintance, whatever. Yeah. What? I'm just saying real quick, like the light in your room is like so nice. Oh, no. It's just this like. Disgusting That's not it. Feeling. That is not it. My hubs has hooked me up. Here, I'm going to show you. Oh, Chris what? coming through with the work. Okay. While I was downstairs, he, I got a new webcam. Look, I got a webcam and I got a light now. You see it? Can you see it? Wait. Oh, oh shoot! We yeah. let's take a moment for Chris appreciation. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we love Chris. He hooked me up. He bought me a webcam. Uh-huh. Cause my the zoom on my laptop wasn't working well. And then so um he ordered it. What was it? Like Sunday, no, Saturday night, and it came yesterday. And then we went to Five Below and we got this little clip-on thing for my phone. And mm-hmm. he was like, go downstairs, get the laundry. When you come up, I'll have a set. He did the mic and everything for me. I'm like, oh. We love a good supportive husband. Yeah, he is. He's That's no supportive. shade to you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Al, Al does nothing plenty behind the scenes. Al <laughs> definitely holds you down with them kids. Right? He got yeah. them now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um... Which of the three girlfriends do you relate to most and why? I definitely relate to Simia the most. Um, like very ambitious, feeling that the role is on your shoulders, wanting to support the family. Uh, well, that was actually Taylor who felt that. Please, Taylor did not have a single thing together. <laughs> Taylor did. was very annoying. Yeah, she, she was. But no, Simia, I definitely... I definitely feel that when I work on a project, I have to give my 100%, uh, give my all. And um, and then I can't leave any room for error. Like when I speak or when I do stuff, it's with fact and it's with 100% conviction. No room for anyone to come in with like uh, a variable. It's like I have to have all bases covered. And that's but perfectionism, perfectionism. Uh-huh, perfectionism. Is that the is that what I said? That's not what I said. That's not what you said. And, and you're dry, so I don't understand how this conversation would have uh, happened if you had a glass or two. <laughs> I didn't. No, but perfectionism is is a killer, though. It is. It is. And it is. Chris, um, Chris always tells me to be easy on myself. He always tells me mm-hmm. to be easy on myself, but it's just something I don't know what that driving force is. Is like you know. It's just like I have to master everything. Like if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And there's no if, ands, or buts. But there's a certain point, and I struggle with this too, Mm -hmm. but it's at a certain point where it becomes harmful and counterproductive. So I'm better with it now, but I was definitely in a rut for a few years with my career of just like not really moving to the next level because I just got so frozen in like not doing it at all, which (sighs) I think done is better than perfect at, at for certain things like yeah, we, yeah. Al- we always try for excellence mm-hmm. always need to do your best yeah. and bring excellence to the table but it's just like it's never going to be per- perfect is this ideal that's just unattainable yeah so you can get yourself on a wheel a little bit too no much definitely what, what what I always try to do is kind of anticipate so like listen the job could be very simple right it's like it could be like Alana do xyz and then I can do xyz but then I also said but if somebody comes and said what about abc 
you know, I want to make certain that I have those bases uh, covered. And then, so I am my own worst enemy in that kind of case. You, you get what yeah, I'm and we saw that with Samia too, where yeah. she had to step back from her team a little bit. Let me see what ideas you come up with. Let me mm-hmm. see you guys problem solve something. And you yeah. saw how a lot of the times it just fell flat on the table. Like you can't, you can't carry the load and everybody else's load all of the time because yeah. people become enablers and a little too dependent on you to just do it because you always do do it yeah that's why that's the the lesson that uh he keeps on trying to to put in my head yeah I'm learning are you learning it I am learning I am learning I'm slowly learning to let go and as as like you and Lauren and Tamika and Tiffany always say I'm learning to delegate I'm learning to say I need help that's one of my biggest things. I saw something on Instagram the other day that said, what is the hardest thing for you to um, say? I love you. I'm sorry. I need help. And that's something else. And I was like, I need help is my biggest thing. I, I struggle with getting it, doing it the way I want it to look. So I'd rather just do it myself because mm-hmm. you're not giving me what I want. Mm-hmm. So I'll just do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, me, it's it was a problem in my relationship for a while. Just like, I'll just do it. Forget it. I'll just do it. And yeah, that learning to just like let go. You have a partner. Yeah. Lean on your partner a little bit. So. Just been okay. talking to you? Huh? Just been talking to you? That sounds like something that he would say. No. All right. But him and Lawrence could probably get together. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the shits of it Mm -hmm. spoiler alert spoiler alert so daniel has been flat out lying to samia in her damn face like he's not who he says he is he's really a federal agent and then swiped her id card that's right when this reading when she's when he swiped the id card i was like what swipe the id card so did you get to the bus like the where the big bus has happened no not yet no no talk talk i'm gonna forget okay. it by the time i'm gonna read it tonight so okay it's okay so he swipes the id card he uh, makes the bust uh samia's walking into the into the office like la di da this bitch done went and bought everybody macchiatos Ooh. coffee donuts she walks in it's a freaking crime scene fbi tape is everywhere <laughs> daniel's sitting there with his fbi jacket directing what? shit she's like what the hell is happening so yeah. they busted who the people were sorry can you just tell me is it that that kelly girl I no mean, it's not what okay all right all right we no it wasn't her yeah. but one of her co-workers is Samia's like, what's going on? And one yeah. of her co-workers is like, bitch, you tell me. I heard it was your ID that logged in that cracked oh, the whole no. <laughs> Samia was just like, excuse me? Yeah. And she tries to make eye contact with Daniel. And yeah. you know his little lying ass couldn't make eye contact. Oh, and she no. realized like, oh, the shoot. Which made her call everything into question like was it even real were you only like getting close to me because you wanted my id card in the first place like she just runs through the gamut Uh and then she gets called into uh into the office with her with her boss Uh and she's in trouble pretty much it's like 
all this illegal shit was going down and that's fine. I guess that's cool that it got busted, but the breach of your security yeah, access yeah. card is a fucking problem. Oh and God. so she didn't get fired, but she basically got put on like probation. And it's more like a, we have to do this. Like we can't let it, like we just can't let it cook that somebody was able to swipe your ID card. Yeah, so and they, felt- they, they made a play on that earlier because I think when Daniel and... um. Samia went on their first lunch date and he said, Hey, it's on me. And then she was and she was trying to get her push. She was like, Yeah, um, yeah, but I gotta go get my um my access mm-hmm. card. So I I didn't like Daniel. Like really? as we were reading, I'm just like, just say something. Like their relationship was genuine, it was cool. Yeah, you know, it's not Samia who's the bad guy. Like Samia could hold water, just tell her, like, this is what. I'm doing like I'm actually a, a, a undercover agent somebody someone of your colleagues is dirty I just I feel like he should have told her and so the latter half of the book I just yeah. wasn't here for his ass I'm like you're a fucking liar and then when it blew up I was like see mm-hmm, good for you Aww. but then of course the grand gesture scene comes and I was all like oh my gosh girl take it back <laughs> I can't wait to finish it yeah no the, the, the gesture to... scene is um is cute it's good. okay all right oh my god but yeah I was not here for Daniel I was like this like he's just he's a liar he's yeah because like I was liar. on book clubs and you know I'm just trying to keep up with the regular chat and then I go on the the spoilers chat and it's all these gifs and I'm just like but wait but wait what is she talking about you know, and it's like, I want to keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. No, like, I was off with Daniel. So at the part where I'm... You're always part, up for some fuckboy. I'll shut sure. up. <laughs> no, it was just when he was making the decision, when he realized, okay, that he was going to swipe Simia's card, like, he even said to himself, like, hey, I should just wake her up and tell her the truth, you know, that I'm a, a, an agent. There was something happening um, in the office. and But he felt that he couldn't let her know because he would put her in danger because of what happened to that other co-worker. Who's where- she going to tell? Oh, Taylor, London. So any of our listeners who have who are in law enforcement or like do undercover work or has a bae who does undercover work, like put me on. Like yeah. how much I know that like if you're the bae of a officer or somebody doing covert operations, I know that they don't come home and chat their case business, but it's just like you can tell me, bae. Who am I gonna tell? You don't tell me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she goes so we and the same thing but Girl, I know, I was on secret, confidential don't tell nobody but <laughs> do you know <laughs> i always tell people listen chris is my my ace if you tell me you telling him so don't come over here. if he come if you come over here and he look at you funny or you told me some shit and he's, he's laughing like he got an inside secret. It's because he know he knows y'all. This is my 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 pillow buddy, my bedroom pillow uh, confidant. So he know. I do not mind. chat any of my girlfriend's business with my man. You damn lie, <laughs> <laughs> yo. And the jury and the and the and the um we'll like to call witness number one. Lawrence, can you please come to the living room? But Lawrence, come to the living room. No, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Oh, I was about to call him. <laughs> call him. He'll be like, no, what do you want? 
but if you were Samia, could you have forgiven Daniel? Ooh, ooh. See, but I'm a complicated person. I have trust issues. So if you breach, if you show me who, no, no, I'm just gonna say no, right? I agree. And, and I and I love Daniel for they have a great love thing. But if I were Samia, and I'm putting it in this perspective, Samia just came from a relation, a very uh, what became a public relationship with Craig, where she found out that he was cheating on her with two other women or more than two women. And Daniel met Samia like two days after. It was a big thing. It, was, it went viral. And he, he, you know, they spoke to each other about it. And he, and he said all the right things. He understood um, how she may have been feeling and told her, listen, that can be an outlet that you can talk to. And that's how their friendship, um, you know, blossomed. But then in the same foot, hand, like you're doing the same thing. You are not who uh, you say you are. And I get it. Like, you know, you're my agent and you didn't expect for, to go so deep with Samia. But come on, bro there's um you'll see in the final chapters when they have the confrontation yeah he says all the right things for me always says the right things the unforgivable part for me was how he put her job in jeopardy Jeopardy. i get it you're undercover you can't break cover i completely get that part but when it came to swiping her id card like she could have gotten fired for that shit like and then that's something that could have that could follow her and their very small tech world. Yeah, yeah. No, no, like you really jeopardize my, my career. Point. And as important yeah. as her career and what she's worked for, like, <sighs> nah, Daniel fucked up big time. And he knows, like, you see when they're um when they're talking to each other, yeah, he she kind of understands, like, you had no choice, you had mm-hmm. to do your job. I respect it. I get it. Mm -hmm. But Daniel says, but I should have said something. Mm -hmm. I should have at that point when it came down to the wire and like, I, we need to close this up. Uh I should have asked you for permission and Mm -hmm. trusted that you would have done it. Or if you said no, then respected it and have found another way. And I agree. Like when your, your job is now fucking with my livelihood, my career, nah, son, you like, you you got the win for yourself at the expense of me. It's just the grace of God that I'm not fired right now. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck that. Like that. I, that to I me was there was some kind of accountability there on his. Part. No, he did. No, you're you're gonna be. Te- well, you're always team. Da- well, you've already been team Daniel, so you'll be. If you're not right now, you'll end up being team Daniel. He comes okay. back. All right. I mean, you know, like. I'm not gonna take it there, but every time like we read a book and you're like, oh fuck this guy, fuck this guy. I'm like, no, just keep reading. It's okay. And he always turns that out to be forever. <laughs> <laughs> like I will never be <laughs> Um that was a, a, a throwback to Island Queen, Vanessa Riley's Island Queen. Referencing. Yes. Next question. If you were signing on to your own boyfriend project, what would you devote more time to? Ooh. I would devote more, just like Samia, devote more time 
to my side businesses, you know, one being, you know, lock and lit. And was I'll- she though? I don't think Samia was the, she, she definitely was, but yeah. she was still juggling. I think she was at a good 50, 50. She's at a good 50, 50. Between her work and between the boyfriend project. Um, yeah, I mean, like, F work, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I, I'm not meant to work for somebody else, so I would focus more time on my own ventures and, like, really put my all into it. Six months make a difference. She, um, she did for a little bit, but when she was contemplating actually taking that directorship position when they had the nerve to fix their face and be like, but it's not going to come with any more money. It's a lateral move. (laughs) Two jobs, one and one. Yeah, no, that's why you saw my, um, my meme with that one. Like, no, sir. No, sir. You tried to talk about as a lateral move, but there's going to be a good one-time bonus. But what you going to give me a massage and ice cream? Get the hell out of here. No, they would have, they were going to throw some change at her, but I I do think that the capitalist setup. No, <laughs> <laughs> so it does. You are never going to build wealth as an employee. No. But like, and not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that. It pays the bills. It gets stability because Lord knows the entrepreneurial you life. You get nine to five to fund your side hustle. It works. It works. While I'm not at the job and I'm doing, I'm typing, I'm making calls. I'm like, okay, so, you know, my, the back of my mind is working on what I'm going to do when I get home. And then my side hustles require money. So I'm using my nine to five to, of course, pay bills and this and that. I don't really have much bills, but it's to fund my side hustle. Girl, these kids, they expensive as hell. I know they are. I know they are. I know they are. I'm looking at Zaria. She's outgrowing her car seat. So I have to get her. She's time to, yeah, it's time to move her into a stroller and um in a new booster seat. And I'm just like, Lord God. (laughs) No, let me know. Let me know. See what it is that you see and let me know if anything you could go 50-50. On it, (laughs) Gotti. But um, but yeah, no, you have any questions? Um, would you? be able to withhold from having sex for six months Uh, yes i can i have done it your girl has had a celibate journey have i had two no one was a (laughs) wow i'm watching you i'm just i'm just like look at this bold face freaking like one was a conscious celibate decision okay and the second was I just wasn't getting none like I just (laughs) that was that that was just fake it wasn't a conscious decision but do you want to hear my host prayer okay I made your host prayer she got her hands um in the prayer position right now y'all in my young 20s in my early 20s this is right before I met L2 I was like you know what I have been out here and I'm not even like a big hoe or anything, but I had just realized in myself that like, mm-hmm. girl, what are these niggas doing for you? Absolutely nothing. But here you are giving up the best of yourself. So you know what, Lord? I am not going to have any more sex until it's a boyfriend. That was my t- Until wait, hold on. <laughs> 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 Hold on, hold on. She said, I'm not going to 
have any more sex until, until I am a wifey. Until I <laughs> until this man can come with some commitment oh my God. and a title. Uh-huh. I'm keeping my drawers uh-huh. to myself. Lord God. <laughs> I know Jesus was just in there like <laughs> just sick as head. So that when I was in that loop, that's when yeah. I met um that's when I met Lawrence. Okay. And See? I stuck with it. And he made you wifey. Not wifey, excuse me. I hate that term, wifey. He made you wife. And let me tell you how the universe responds and uh-huh. takes care of you. So mm-hmm. Lawrence and I actually did have like a courtship phase. Mm-hmm. with no sex because you know I had promised the Lord I wasn't going to do that anymore yeah. unless I was a girlfriend uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. a bitch was pretty horny I was about to say your, your vibrator must have been doing double time <laughs> <laughs> bitch was super horny I so on Instagram like bad like it's not in your bedroom like the night that Ellen I made it official or like he made it a, like he asked me to be his girlfriend yeah. I had already predetermined like I'm gonna give this man some like she I'm getting grooming, she the but you see, the universe the universe worked it out because he asked me to be his girlfriend so I didn't even have to break my promise to the Lord oh you was prepared to though <laughs> But I have, um, I have since grown in my spiritual journey and I really do. I mean, I'm with Elle, so yeah. it's fine, but I do really believe like not everybody is supposed to be, be up in those guts. <laughs> so if I had to be single again, yeah. no, I really like, it, it wouldn't be as flimsy as my Lord book. <laughs> so i think it would be opposite for me because uh yeah i think oh yeah yeah no you're definitely entitled to a whole phase oh yeah that's right yeah i miss my whole phase y'all as i I keep saying like i met chris when we were in high school we were 16 and um yeah like we um abstained from having sex horny teenagers um for six months and um you know we had just like you guys, we had the courtship uh, phase where we just wanted to make sure that, um, that you know, this was going somewhere. And then by that time, like, I, we had already known that, um, like, I knew that he was the one and he knew uh, that I was the one. So, yes, possible. So, yeah. So, and then we, you know, we had sex, but I didn't have the hookups. I didn't have the one night stands. I didn't have the bed. Like, what did I do? Um, yeah, I haven't had that face. So if, you know, I'm not claiming it, but, um, if, if I, if in my next life, if I, um, if he's not in my next life, then yes, I'm definitely going to have. <laughs> Mel always looks at me sideways and I'm like, yeah, no, when, when you're telling your body count, like definitely some people just don't count. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, 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 totally irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> completely irrelevant he's like yo that's not even how that works (laughs) like yeah 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 it is that's his face that's why i'm laughing like i'm like yeah no certain people definitely don't count oh my god that is i'm not counting them (laughs) i get it i get it um but yeah so overall how would you rate the book did you like it 
I did like it. I would give it about, um, I'll give it like a four out of five. It was, it was, you know, very fun, very light, you know, it had, um, you know, climax will help depending on how you define climax, hey, but, um, (laughs) no, I do need, I do love a good steamy book. Um, that's probably the reason why I haven't read 50 shades of gray. Oh, you haven't? Because you tell me, Oh, you actually, I know your recommendation will tell me whether or not. I just saw too many mixed reviews about how like the sex isn't all that kinky. Oh, and no, if I'm reading erotica, oh no, it's white people's sex. Huh? It's white people's sex. It's not like it's not listen, black people What's white people sex? All right, black people put a uh what you call it, spin to everything, right? Like we got rhythm, we got all kinds of stuff. Like there's a certain spark that black people have. And I feel that, you know, black people, people of color, they they're not just having regular old missionary sex, you know. And if that was but that's not what's happening in 50 shades. They weren't having um like missionary sex, but I would say that the book was better than the movie. Like Chris and I went to the movies thinking that hey, like you want to go to the movies, you're gonna see this kinky shit. Yeah, I was setting up hotel room. Get a hotel room, you ain't next some things. We were sitting there like, all right, so we're taking the train home because because no, nothing. And it's billed as like erotica. So when I'm reading erotica, I expect my socks to be blown off. I expect to be smoking a cigarette after yeah. this. Like I've got my vibrator ready to go. So like fun facts, right? Fun, random, totally TMI. So go for when, it. So when when this book came out, of course, like I'm reading it. Every, you know, everyone in my age group is reading it. Um, Chris um, put the New York Times like bestseller books and the Fifty uh, Shades of Grey like series was on that list. Chris also does my mom's Kindle, and he puts the book on her uh, on her thing, and she tells me, "Hey, I read in Fifty Shades of Grey," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." So one day I'm at work, right, and my mom calls me. She's like. I'm reading Fifty Shades of Grey. It is so exciting. I was like, Mommy. Oh, no, Mommy, get your ass off my jack. (laughs) I was like, we are not discussing this book. Books one, two, or three, we're not talking about it. Don't tell me anything that you read, how you felt. We We have a great relationship. We're not discussing this book. No, but you know, I've read that statistic that like our parents' generation had more sex than like we're having now. Like our parents' generation, like, I think they said they used to have sex like maybe four or five times a week. And our generation polled and said like maybe once or twice a week. Yeah, because they didn't have Instagram and they didn't have TV. That's why. I didn't like that. The thought of like, like my mom just like jumping off more than I am. Just I mean, like, I think maybe yeah. I'm at this point, I probably caught up to her, but still. <laughs> I'm a good We don't have any kids. So kids put a damper on that. So it's just like, they hey, sure do. you know, just like breathe on my neck. And it's like, hey, you sure? Let's go. Yeah. 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 I mean, this morning, it was like, oh, before 8 a.m., it was like, yo, let's, let's go. Morning sex. Yeah, no, I got to wrangle these three littles out the door. Oh my gosh. And Lawrence has this child in the bed with us. Lawrence has a child in the bed. Lawrence, you can't. Talk about she a baby. Like, she's got a bed. <laughs> her exactly, her bed. Yeah, no, but you can see 
who his no, you, gotta, I mean, you gotta put her on her bed and then, I mean like put a blanket on the side and then do what she gotta do he, he sure as hell sleep trained Xavier but he let Zaria get her whole pass damn daddy's girl <laughs> but um but yeah no I I like the book too mm-hmm. I um I'm gonna read we should do the second one because Taylor's book is out the dating playbook that's okay oh interesting out. Okay, so top shelf or bottom shelf? Um, I would put this mid shelf. This is mid it's shelf. a two shelf bookshelf. Oh my gosh! Well, it's stuck in the middle. Fine. No, I um, I liked it. I would, I do recommend it. Yeah, I give it a top shelf for the fact that I recommend it. I put it on the top shelf. Yeah, it's it's like a good like vacation, like or like plain read, like like yeah, and it's like like you know something that just passes the time on your way there and your way back. You read this book and you'll be done. So thank you for listening to another episode of Locked and Lit. You can find us on all listening platforms. And please follow us on Instagram at lock underscore and, and underscore. underscore. <laughs> I saw you struggling, girl. I saw you very, like...